Hello and welcome to episode 228 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment and garden based on the West Sussex coast in the UK. Today is the 8th of July 2019 and coming up today I will be discussing my halfway evaluation of the weekly harvest report. Now that's where I've been sharing in blog posts exactly what I've harvested and how much that would have cost if I had bought it from a shop. But before I get on with everything, I've just gone to apologise about technical problems with the website. Over the last few weeks, I have noticed that blog posts such as the Weekly Harvest Report were not posted like they should be. Then last week when I went to release the podcast, it wouldn't release. Now I stayed up to about 3am last Monday trying to get it out. It was all ready, it was all gone, it just wouldn't post. About 3am I decided to go to bed and then the next morning, a few hours later, I figured out a way that I could work around and get the podcast out. Well, the next day my entire website deleted itself, which was very, very annoying as you can imagine. That's over five years worth of blog posts and work that has gone into it. I had to contact my server host to get it back, which they did do. It was down for a few days, but it did mean that I'd lost the last podcast post and had to release it. So, you may have received last week's podcast twice and I apologise for that. Unfortunately, it was the only way I could get the podcast out. And anybody that knows me knows how important it is for me to get the podcast out every Monday. Anyway, with that out of the way, let's get on with this week's podcast. And as always, we will start with the diary. Today is the 3rd of July 2019, it's about half nine in the evening. Another late finish from work again today, but as soon as I got home I went straight out in the garden. Now, my wife Amanda, when she gets home, she is letting the chickens out for coop. So they are getting their their full time outside. I rushed out to them today because you may recall last week I said that a couple of my chickens were not going to into the coop at night to, to sleep. They are staying outside. And I've been wondering why this is, and then I discovered a problem. In the coop, there is a tiny little mite called a red spider mite. And they're not particularly dangerous if caught early enough, but they, they do irritate the chickens, and I think that's why... They are not wanting to go into the coop. Now I discovered that last night. So this morning when I let them out, I did splash around some Damascus earth inside the coop to try and help it. Then this evening I covered the chickens in that same Damascus earth on the hope that that will help get rid of these red spider mites. Now whether it will or not, we will find out in the future. I would like to clean out the chicken coop properly now I've found it. Now I do make a point of cleaning out the chicken coop once a week. Rigorously. I'm very very strict with that. It's every Sunday and if I can't do it on the Sunday then it will either be the Saturday before or the Monday after. That's about the only allowances I make. It has to be done once a week. Now what I do when I clean it out is I just empty out all the wood shavings and poop into the compost bin and straw all into the compost bin and then give everything a good brush around and then 
add new wood shavings. That's a weekly thing. Once a month I like to spray some disinfectant in there as well. And then once a year I like to do a full-on strip down and literally wash everything out. And it's coming up to that time of year when I was going to do it anyway. But this weekend that means that is something I've got to do. Really strip out that coop, give it a good wash out, uh, dry it out, disinfect it and then hopefully a bit more Damascus earth and we'll get rid of this spider mite. Fingers crossed it'll work. Fingers crossed the chickens will let me do that. Now... After I've dealt with the chickens, I was kind of enjoying being in the garden, to be honest. So I went to my little beds. I want to call them raised beds, but that's not really what they are. They've just got a board around them. And in there, because the chickens aren't getting in there to do the weeding, I'm having to hand weed. And I've done a bit of that tonight. Now this is fairly easy, just pulling the weeds out by hand. They come out very, very easily here. But yeah... That's it really. I let the chickens eat on the wheel. Well it is Saturday the 6th of July 2019 today. I am just in my greenhouse giving everything a really good water in here. It's been a busy day today and it's been a hot day which is why everything in here is thirsty. Now before I talk about what I've been up to today I've had an incident a couple of days ago in the evening and again today where some birds have got into this greenhouse at home. I don't know how they're getting in, but they get stuck and can't find their way out, which has meant I've had to shoo them out. Kind of scaring them a bit, but it has to be done. Um, I don't actually mind the fact that the birds were getting inside. It's just I don't like the fact that they couldn't get themselves out. And I think they must be coming in the same way as the hedgehogs on, on the ground or something. Anyway, that's a little note I've had over the last few days. Now today, when I got up this morning, one of the first tasks I did was mow the lawn. And I've said time and time again, I mow the lawn for one reason, compost material. All those lawn cuttings go in the compost bin with my compost weight and produce some of the best compost I can ever produce. After that, I waited until all three of my chickens had laid their eggs. And then I stripped out the chicken coop and gave it a real good washout. I literally washed every single part out with the hose pipe. Uh, everything was removed that could come out and washed and scrubbed. Then it dry, which didn't take long in this heat. And then I've sprayed it around with some disinfectant. Once that was dry again, I've splashed around some Damascus earth. Now, Damascus earth is a kind of fine powder that is used on chickens and in coops to eliminate mite and spider mite, which is what my chickens seem to be suffering with. I try and keep my chickens as organic as possible, and Damascus earth is actually organic. But I, I'm, for me, because it's a and not a natural environment for the chickens, I guess. I've pot off using it, except when I have to. Now, because my coop is wooden, all the mite tends to leave in the little gaps in the wood, which is why wooden coops are not necessarily the best. Plastic is far better in that regard. But plastic, bit of a naughty word at the moment, isn't it? After that, 
I then just tidied up a few bits and pieces, getting the vegetable patch back into shape. Things are actually really growing quite well. After that, I gave everything a really good watering. We're expecting some rain tomorrow, but we'll see what happens. I was trying to get a sprinkler system to work, and I can't really get it to work all that well, purely because I want to automate a few things and make my life a little bit easier when I'm busy. Now that kind of brings today up to day, not a huge, well, quite a bit going on. The main project has been the chicken coop and the birds. Tomorrow is Sunday and I'm heading down the allotment once the rain has cleared. It's Sunday the 7th of July 2019 today. I am on the allotment and I've spent all afternoon on the allotment today. Been a nice day. In the afternoon anyway. This morning it was raining. In fact it rained overnight. And I didn't realise the rain was coming until yesterday afternoon. Otherwise I would have came down the allotment yesterday. But hey ho, that happens. So yes, I came down in the afternoon and it stopped raining. But the ground was obviously quite wet. And uh, my trousers and my shoes are pretty sopping now. Anyway, that's all little things that are part of the fun of allotmenteering. Now when I got onto my allotment I always start with a quick walk around and actually I've got to say because I haven't been here all week again the weeds have grown which is really really disappointing but not only have the weeds grown all the plants have also grown so that is not so disappointing that's what we want. Now the first thing I did was pop the kettle on which just gave me a chance to kind of think how I was going to tackle it because all the weeds and, and growing so mad really kind of bolstered my or annoyed me. I've been working hard at trying to keep on top of things this year but because work has been so busy I haven't been able to make my visit every night. So while drinking a cup of coffee I thought right I'm going to break this down into two sections. The top half I'll strim that and pull out a few weeds, which is what I did first. And that got that looking pretty good. I then moved on to the bottom half and did the same again, strimmed and pulled out a few weeds. Now the bottom half is, well, everything's coming into getting ready here. So it's going to take a bit more time. The top half now I've got that looking okay. I'm going to need to do a bit more weeding here and there, but it's okay. The bottom half however there are trees that need trimming and garlic and onions that need harvesting and all those sort of things that I need to do but I didn't get to do those or the harvesting of the garlic and onions today anyway. So after I've done all the weeding I threw all the weeds onto the lawn area and pulled out the lawnmower from the shed and ran over it uh, chopping all the weeds up nice and small and into the compost heap. Now while I had the lawnmower out the shed I decided it was time to completely empty the shed. Something I've wanted to do for a while and that I did. Pulled everything out, threw a lot of stuff away, removed my shelves that I had had in there which were little shelves sort of coming up about three foot high. And I brought down with me some of my plastic shelves that I have had at home in various guises, which go right up to the roof. I put one of those back in there and loaded that back up. And that's just going to provide me with a bit more 
bit more space and organisation to make things easier to get in and out of that little shed. Really, that shed is too small. It's only five foot by three foot or four foot, something like that. It is a little on the small side. I could do something a bit bigger. While I had it empty, I have also noticed that the floor is starting to give way in places. So I'm going to have to replace the floor at a future date. Ideally, I would like a bigger shed, but that's not going to happen. I, I know that. Um, so what I'm going to have to do is empty it again, undo the screws, replace the floor, or lift the shed off and then replace the floor, screw the shed back on, and it'll probably paint it and uh, it'll be good for a while longer. That'll be a winter job because I'm looking at replacing my compost bins at the same time while I'm doing that. Now, after that, there was a lot of rubbish that has came out of a shed, including one of the small shelves, which I've used outside the shed as another little shelving area. Then I've got another little shelf that I'm just actually sat on at the moment, which is going to fall apart any second, so that's not good. After that, I then went over to my elder tree and gave that a trim with a hedge trimmer. That is getting a bit overgrown, and this elder tree I planted a few years ago and the idea was to create like an edible hedge and it's doing that really well but it does need quite a bit of um, chopping back so I just ran over that with a hedge trim I've got to keep the trees down at a reasonable height so I think it's 2.4 meters but I like to keep them around six foot which is 1.8 meters just to give me that little bit of extra space so I did that and then I ran over those choppings with the lawnmower again and that's all gone into the compost heap now my apple tree this is my cooking apple tree the Bramley apple tree is so laden of fruit that it's bending over I'm kind of looking at it now and it's sort of it should be about six foot tall and about three foot of it is just bent over so I've got to think about what to do with that probably got to strap it in again and remove some of the fruit to try and give it some extra strength uh, or lose some of its weight and also it will probably produce bigger fruit as well. I then went around harvesting a few bits which will turn up in the harvest report later on and then I've, yeah and that's I've then packed up and uh, and about to head home but yeah feeling pleased now that I've got on when done a few things I did notice my hazel tree has produced a hazelnut the first time I've ever got a hazelnut so that's good and my broad beans are starting to go over as well so during the week I'm planning to come down and harvest certainly the garlic and I'll probably get rid of the broad beans, leaving those two beds empty for something else. Now I've just remembered I've brought some carrot seeds down with me and I'm going to sow those before I go home now. These are just to use those packets up. Again, like I did earlier in the year, these are going in pots of multi-purpose because they seem to work on my plot, growing carrots that way. The carrots that I've grown previously in these pots are really looking good. They've got some nice foliage, some nice green foliage, some nice height, and more importantly, they've germinated, which is just pretty hard to do on this clay soil that I have here. Anyway, that's it for today. Um, will I get anything done tomorrow? I certainly hope so. Well, it's Monday the 8th of July 2019 today, the day the podcast comes out, of course. I'm just at home in my back garden and uh, 
Well, I managed to get down to the allotment after work today and I um, weeded out my asparagus bed, just cleared some of the weeds in there, which was really, really good to do. Uh, what It's amazing, actually, I was thinking that when I went down to the allotment yesterday, I was disappointed. A few weeks ago, I was really pleased with how my allotment was looking. Yesterday, I went down there and the weeds had grown and I was a bit disheartened again. Now I spent a few hours weeding yesterday and today I'm feeling back into a positive side. So that is really good. So yes, I, I, done a, I weeded out the asparagus bed, got that tidied up. And then I harvested my garlic, which will be on this week's video. Now the garlic, I'm, I, I've probably left it a little bit late. But I'm running experiments to try and find the best garlic for my allotment. Now the early purple white that I harvested a few weeks ago seems to be the best, grows the biggest bulbs, but I've been saving the biggest bulbs to replant. So I've kind of saved the genetics from that garlic to, to get the best each time. Whereas the rest, well, the two varieties that I can't remember what they are off the top of my head, but they will be in the video. The two varieties that I've kept behind each year have done well the two varieties that were new to try last year well one didn't survive at all and the other they've done okay but not brilliant to sing about but again I'll be saving the biggest bulbs of each variety to try and grow again and hopefully we'll end up getting bigger and bigger and better as the years go on by now after that I came home and just done a little bit of watering, not a huge amount, nothing to really um, shout about, mostly my pots. But while I was on my blueberry bushes again, I was, I was harvesting some of the blueberries, because why not? I've noticed that my pink blueberry bush that I've had for years and never had a single fruit out of it, it's got some fruit on it it's the first time I've seen it fruit it's not quite ready yet and the fruit is very very small but it's got fruit I've probably had this plant I don't know seven years now and it's the first time it's fruited so I'm feeling rather pleased with myself for that just goes to show perseverance and uh, not giving up does pay, does pay off well, usually I'll be talking about the weekly harvest report at this point, but because this week's main episode is going to be all about the weekly harvest reports, I'm not going to bother yet. I'm going to come that, cover that in the main section. Well, before I evaluate the weekly harvest report, let's have a look at the tip of a week from the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar. And this week it reads, Fast growing hedges such as privet will need frequent pruning to keep them tidy and to encourage thick, healthy growth. Well, funny enough, I mentioned in the diary section that I had to trim my elder bush on the allotment, which I grow as a, like an edible hedge. That's pretty fast growing at times, actually. And I, I do think that is worth bearing in mind now i do have privet growing at home and that does need a trim so that's something on my list to do privet itself is not really anything edible but i do see it as a compost material 
So that's what I do with it when I trim it all up and save all the cuttings for compost material. Anyway, well, the weekly harvest report. Let's crack on and evaluate what we've been harvesting and how good it is all turning out for us. Well, we're just over the halfway point of this year and I thought it would be a great idea to start having a look at the weekly harvest report and go into a bit of detail on what we've done so far this year. Now, if you don't know what the weekly harvest report, basically every Sunday I aim to release a blog post detailing what I've harvested that week and how much that would cost from a shop. Now, usually I get my prices from what Tesco's price at. And if Tesco's don't sell that particular item, then I'll probably check Waitrose. Now, I just also want to add that I don't compare my vegetables to the price of organic vegetables. The reason I do that is because I believe that's slightly unfair because I am not organically certified. I do grow organically, so I could perhaps do it, but I just don't think it's right without that certification. After all, farmers could grow organically, but without that certification, they can't get that price. Now, earlier today, I did release the weekly harvest report for week 26 and 27. It's a little late, but as I said in the intro, I've had website problems that hasn't helped at all. Now, in that post, we have harvested eggs, potatoes, broad beans, turnips, soft fruit and herbs. And this report total value came to £39.21. But that has brought the total for the year to £361.49p. Now, with just under six months to go and some big harvests still waiting to come in, I do find these figures to be quite exciting. I'm really looking forward to what the future will bring with these. By far the most reliable harvest, and by that I mean I've harvested every single week, is chicken eggs. Every week we have had more than enough eggs with the younger birds laying eggs every day. These eggs have came to a value of over £120 so far and that has been fantastic, very very reliable and well more than enough for us to eat. Another item that has been harvested every week but it's a bit of a grey area to be fair is herbs and salad leaf. Now each week I allow a pound for these. Now the reason I do that is I grow a lot of herbs just outside my kitchen door and if we are cooking and we need a certain herb, let's say bay leaf, I'll just go out and pick it. A single bay leaf is not worth very much, not even worth taking a note of. But because we grow a lot of herbs and because of how easy they are to get, we just need to harvest them and use them. And for this reason, I allow one pound each week. That could be higher, that could be lower, I don't know. I'm not going to worry about that too much at the moment, but it has been very reliable. Now, since March, quail eggs and rhubarb has pretty much made a weekly appearance on the reports. The quail eggs, although they're not a huge value item at the moment because we only have one female, they are a great source of eggs. And because they need such a small space, they are pretty good for value for the space required now the rhubarb that's been a pretty much a kilo every week and we've harvested rhubarb worth over 60 pounds so far this year so that has also been 
a really good result. Worth quite a bit of money and again, lots to eat. Now I've got to say I'm extremely pleased with everything that I have said so far. I have to say, I think it would be great if next year we can get more fresh food coming in in leaner months. But we do tend to freeze a lot of our surplus food, which keeps us going through these leaner times. I do believe it's possible to have fresh food every day from the garden. It just means we've got to put our mind to it. Now the weekly harvest report doesn't just include what I've harvested, it also includes what I've spent. This is a bit of a negative side of things, but I kind of want to find out if growing your own is profitable, i.e. we harvest more than what we pot in. Now in this week's harvest report I've only brought a magazine and some wood shavings and that brought the total for this year up to £333.71p. So really that is only slightly less than what we've harvested. Now that being said, the last few weeks I have noticed I'm spending less and less and that's due to the fact I need less. A lot of this money has been spent on keeping the poultry, the chicken and the quail feed in particular wood shavings as well and things like that. Now these are essentials if I'm going to keep these birds. While I might find cheaper supplies, I don't think I'm going to get these items much cheaper. So we can't do much about that. There were magazines and they're not essential. I do like to read the magazines and the free seeds I get with them are also where I get most of my seeds from. But that's cost me £30 so far this year. So that could be somewhere I could save money. But the biggest area I see savings being made is in compost. Now I have bought several bags of multi-purpose compost and seed sowing compost. And I do find I get much better results buying seed sowing compost. But I have heard others say they just use multi-purpose. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm going to be sticking to seed sowing compost. But I do think I could look at bulk buying these composts next year. That might save me a few quid again. Last year, being 2018, I also used a lot of my homemade compost for my pots. And plants grew very happily in that. So now I'm back up to making compost fully like I was doing last year. I could perhaps look at doing that again next year in order to save more money on multi-purpose compost. Now again... We're going through this year and I'm expecting this number to climb higher. Perhaps not at such a fast rate. I do know in November I will have to pay £70 for the allotment rent, but hopefully by then the harvest figure will be really high that it will wipe this figure out. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but I certainly hope so. Now I'm going to continue reporting this throughout the year. And in January we'll come back again. We'll look at the figures for the whole year and work out if it is really profitable. But what do you guys think so far? And what have you harvested and what improvements can be made? Let me know on my website at thevegroundpodcast.co.uk. For me, I'm finding these figures very, very encouraging. Well, I'm going to wrap up for this week. So thank you very much, as always, for listening. Let me know what you think on those figures. And I think this is really, really interesting to find out about growing your own. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up. As always, please take care and I will speak to you again next time.